This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. In the shotgun, Carr's going to throw, pumps, looks end zone, throws for the end zone, wide open! James Young! I only play the slots because you know what they say scared money don't make money and I got scared money Rodgers to the end zone caught for the touchdown James Jones John Gruden has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level you know and it's just Cali swag what's good Raider Nation this is keeping it 300 brought to you by Blue Wire and our friends at betonline.ag and untuckit.com. I'm Fallon Smith with my guy, James Jones. How was your first weekend without any NFL games, James? It was stressful. It was very stressful. Oh, it was stressful. Why was it stressful? Because, I mean, no football. I mean, the XFL helped a little bit, though. I was able to see some dudes hit each other and all that type of stuff. But It's not the same, though, is it? Heck no, it ain't the same, but... <laughs> You know, we need rest. NFL players need rest. So it's all good. All season starts. You're right. Um, I didn't watch any of the XFL games, but do you think it's going to be more successful than the AAF? I do. I do. I think it's, I think it's going to be kind of like the D-League to basketball. You're going to see a lot of guys getting opportunities out there trying to, I mean, getting a chance to get back in the league just because it's NFL coaches. If it's NFL plays. It's NFL defenses. It's a lot. I mean, every guy was either, you know, good in college or, you know, average in the pros or, you know, trying to work his way back in. But you got good draft picks out there. So I think it'll be you'll see a lot of guys coming from this league in the near future, uh, how they got it set up. And you could tell they learned from the last time they did it. You know what I mean? It ain't just like, no, just circus. You know what I mean? It's, it's real football. You know, a couple of rule changes here and there, but it's real football. And I think when people turn on the tape, if you're balling in the XFL, you possibly could get shots back in the NFL. They had really good ratings, too, really good yeah. TV ratings. The AAF did, too, when they first uh, came out. But I think I thought uh, the response on Twitter was – way better than the response with the AAF uh, league. So we'll see. Hopefully that does continue. I like having a feeder league to the NFL and then having football all year round. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's definitely fun. Well, it is time for our betonline.ag Raiders news of the week. Betonline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for a 50% welcome bonus. So since our last podcast... The Raiders have signed running back Jalen Richard to a two-year contract extension worth $7 million, $4.6 million guaranteed. I got to do that for the dog team. <laughs> the dog team. <laughs> yeah, I love this for so many reasons. I mean, Jalen deserves this. I remember covering the Raiders in 2016 when Jalen was an undrafted free agent rookie, you know, just trying to make the roster. I remember him telling me about, you know, how he was injured at his pro day at Southern Miss, so he didn't have a great showing. And he was just grateful to have a chance, to have a chance with the Raiders, right? Um, and I don't think he even thought he was going to make the roster early on, you know, before training camp. I don't think he thought that. Uh, the Raiders signed him as a tryout guy at rookie minicamp, and he turned many heads, and he basically yeah. made it impossible for the Raiders not to keep him. They had to keep him, mm-hmm. right? He had a great training Absolutely. camp and then um, was a big part of that Raiders 2016 playoff team. The crazy thing is, you know, he kind of outshined DeAndre Washington, and DeAndre Washington, I believe, was a fourth-round pick at the time. So, yeah, he definitely deserves this. He's a versatile back, mm-hmm. the Raiders' Swiss Army knife. Um, I know his best year was probably 2018. I remember John Gruden calling him the team's MVP that year because he was really like the only bright spot, the lone bright spot um, on that yeah. Raiders' struggling four-win team in 2018. He obviously has had to take a 
backseat to Josh Jacobs this year, but he was utilized, still utilized in the passing game because that's one of his strengths, catching the ball in the backfield. Uh, so again, well-deserved, super pump for Jalen and his family. He definitely deserves it. Kudos to the Raiders for, for locking him down for another two years. Absolutely. And then when you look at it, I mean, when you look at really any good team, they got a two-headed monster at running back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you already have Josh Jacobs, who you know is going to be a very good player in this league. And then you got Jalen Richard, who has been a good player in this league and can do it all. You know what I mean? He could run in between the tackles. He could catch out of the backfield. I know he was one of Derek's favorite targets coming out of the backfield just because all the routes he can run. So yep. it just brings more versatility to your offense. And Coach Gruden knows this day and age and in, in this game we're playing in, all the running backs is doing is catching out the backfield. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like a running back get 80 catches. That's the average now. Yeah, you're supposed exactly. to you're supposed to do that, you know, in, in this league we playing in now. So it's good that they kept him, you know, got a good one-two punch, you know, a guy that could catch the ball out the backfield and running in between tackles and, and you know, spell Josh Jacobs when he needs a break. Exactly. Um, but what do you think about DeAndre Washington? Because he's also a free agent. He was the yeah. same class, in the same class as Jalen in 2016. He had a pretty good 2019 yeah. campaign. He stepped up big time when Josh Jacobs got injured. Um, do you think the Raiders keep him? I mean, I feel like <sighs> it, it's worked, but I think he's going to get interest other places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think the yeah. Raiders would love to keep him, but I don't think they're going to be able to keep him. For the price tag. You know tag. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it's crazy because that was probably – arguably the best running back room in the National Football League. When you talk about three guys that can really go like, like that. Three possible starters. <laughs> I mean, really. Yes, three three guys that are really, really talented running backs, man. Yeah. that The Raiders probably had the most talented running back crew in the league. So I do, I do not think they're going to be able to keep him. I think Washington's going to be out of there. I remember when we were playing in Green Bay and it was myself, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Randall Cobb. We're looking at each other like, somebody gone. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. they're they not going to be able to keep yeah. us and pay us all when it's our time. You know what I mean? When we we come up. So and as much as we wanted to stay together and want to be around each other, it's just money wise. You know, you got to You got to do what's right for your family and your career. So I just don't think that the Raiders are going to have enough to keep him, yeah. you know, and I don't know if the Raiders are going to want to offer that much to keep him because I think he might get a good offer from somebody else and the Raiders are probably going to be like, ah, well, we don't want to do that because we already got two good ones. We don't want to be paying a third one this type of money. So I think he signed a Richard. I think he's going to be the odd man out. Yeah, I think and not so because too. he can play, just because of money. I mean, because he's a heck of a player. Exactly. No, no doubt about that. We'll see. Regardless, I wish DeAndre Washington nothing but the best. He deserves to get paid. He had a great, great year um, this yeah. season. So, um, yeah, so good luck to DeAndre Washington. So, so far, the Raiders have locked up free agents Jalen Richard, uh, cornerback Nevin Lawson, guard Richie Incognito, guard Denzel Good. They still have over a dozen guys who will hit the free agent market on, on March 16th. Also to note, as of last Wednesday, contract guarantees went into full effect. So our guy Derek Carr got $2.9 million of his $18.9 million salary. Now this is the one that was to note. Tyra Williams, he got his full $11 million salary. Oh, team going nowhere. So, which means, yes, the Raiders <laughs> like him despite his struggles, despite Fallon Smith hating on him last year. But Absolutely. But this is what I will say. Apparently he had plantar fasciitis in both yeah. of his feet. Mm-hmm. And he played through that, and he also obviously missed a few games because of it. So I will cut him some slack. So that was kind of like the headliner of the news of the guarantees from last and week. The, and the Raiders know that you need plenty of playmakers know, around know, you. Know. You know what I mean? Yes. So, okay, we don't pay Tyrell his $11 million. Yeah, him walk. We draft a number one receiver. Who else we got? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so you need, you need more weapons. Like if- – Everybody even comes up and they're like, oh, the Packers need one more wide receiver. I'm like, no, they don't. They need two, three more wide receivers. You need weapons. <laughs> no, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, right. Like, okay, yeah, you put one more rookie on the other side of the ball. You need more weapons. You know what I mean? So as many weapons as you could keep around the quarterback, man, it's it's it's, it's better. So, yes, I mean, I knew, I knew Tyrell wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, I know. I was just the hater, but it's okay. I, yeah, I, you just like got the hate in your love for Tyrell. <laughs> got the hate. And he's going to catch touchdowns, and you're going to come on keeping it 300. Like, he's having a heck of a year. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> he dropped too many passes that people blamed on Carr, and that frustrated me. But anyways, also Richie Incognito, his $5 million guaranteed. 
Uh, Rodney Hudson, his $12.65 million was guaranteed. And Darren Waller, his $7.28 million was guaranteed. Um, also, the Raiders made official announcing the hiring of Rod Marinelli as their defensive line coach. And they also added Austin King to the coaching staff as a quality control coach. So there you have it, our betonline.ag Raiders news of the week. Remember to use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Dot A-G. All right. So to some not so uh, Raiders news, but still Raiders related because he did play in the AFC West, James. 38-year-old Philip Rivers. Will, filthy! Yes, filthy Philip. He's going to <laughs> enter free agency this offseason. The Chargers and Rivers agreed that it was the best decision for both parties to just part ways. And come on, after last last month, you remember when news yeah. came out that he moved his whole family to Florida? <laughs> like, you kind of knew this was coming. This is the end of an era. But it's still so weird to see another quarterback wearing a Chargers jersey next year. I know, and it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be different. I mean, it's definitely going to be different. And it's going to be one of them first-rounders, you know, wearing a jersey. But... Yeah. You know, Filthy did so many great things there, man. Filthy is my guy, man. I just, I, I, I love playing with him. I love playing for Filthy. He's just, he's a heck of a teammate, man. Just one of the guys that you always want to be around, man. And you could tell just kind of how stand-up guy, stand-up guy he is because if this was any other quarterback that did everything and anything that he has has done in the league, oh man, it'd been drama here, drama there, drama there. What's gonna happen? It'd have been all this on Instagram and Twitter. And Filthy just said it's cool. We could part ways. I appreciate all y'all. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's boom. It's going. Ain't ain't nothing really blowing up. But you had a cup of coffee with the Chargers, huh? I did have a cup of coffee with Filthy Philip Rivers and the Chargers. Man, that's why he's he's my guy. So I'm hoping he lands somewhere that he really could compete. You know what I mean? Because if if it's anybody besides Aaron Rodgers that I want to see get one, it's him. <laughs> It's him. I, I, I would love to. I would love to see Filthy get a get a get a. Super I just don't Bowl, know if man. he so, has it, man. I don't know if he has it left in him, man. Uh, I mean, everybody I think he had, had like twenty three touchdowns and twenty interceptions last year. That's not very good. Yeah, but he didn't really have a lot of help neither in a lot of areas neither, especially on defense and all that. A lot of injuries and all that. But yes, I mean, he's throwing the interceptions, so we can't blame it on nobody else. But <laughs> yeah. but I, I do I do still feel, feel like Filthy could play the game at a high level. So I'm hoping somebody gives him an opportunity and and could go out there compete man and and possibly get to that super bowl this offseason is going to be wild and another reason why there was also news you know that came out yesterday saying robert Kraft is fine letting tom brady test the free agent market now in my opinion i'm like yo don't look too much into that y'all this just tells me that Kraft has so much confidence that brady is coming back that he ain't tripping he's like yeah, okay, go ahead. See who's interested. You deserve that. See who's interested. But guess what? They ain't going to be better than us. Ain't nothing going to be better than here in New England with the Patriots. Trust me. Yeah, and Tom knows what he has, man. I mean, you already know Bill Belichick is going to do anything and everything he can to get some more receivers and all that around him. You already have an unbelievable defense. Yep. You know what I mean? You get a couple more weapons around you on the offensive side of the ball and you're competing. And if they gonna offer you 30 million and you already have spent 80 years there with the organization, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well you might as well just stay. But I do understand kind of where Tom is coming from because even me spending seven years with seven years with the Packers before I left for the Raiders, it kind of was that excitement of seeing who's interested. Yeah, like you want to see like, man, how do people value me or what do they think of me and all that type stuff. So, you know, it is that excitement that you want to feel like, okay, you want to feel loved, man. Dang, all these teams like me. And then again, you can come to reality check and be like, none of these teams like you too. (laughs) You know, but I kind of understand where he's coming from because he's never really been in this position. He's never really been able to test free agency and see kind of what people think about him and what somebody would offer him or or going to meet with another team and seeing other facilities and all that type stuff so i mean i think he i kind of think he wants to enjoy that part of it a little bit and just see like ah man who's out here but at the end of the day i'm always gonna come back home yeah no doubt about that we'll see what happens it's gonna be very very interesting i still think he's staying in new england but and he ain't going nowhere yeah Yeah, so did you hear how about this god so many rumors what about the khalil mack bears 
trade rumors. Did you hear about that yesterday? I did not hear about that, man. When it comes to this social media stuff, I'll be under a rock. Yeah, man. you, especially if you're not working at the NFL Network, you're like, yeah. I'm going to check out. I'm mentally checking out. Yeah, once I leave the building, I'm out of there. Well, okay. So basically, it was just about how they're going to listen or they will listen, open to listening to offers to trade him because basically, as you know, they need a quarterback. So they're willing to do whatever it takes, move up in the draft, and get Joe Burrow. All right. So one, my first question, I guess, Ooh, is... That's, that's, that's going to be stupid if the Bears ever did anything like that. Exactly. But if they could get something, how about if they can get two first-rounders for him and then they package it and trade up in the draft? Do you see that happening? Do you think that... You really think it's stupid? Shoot, they need... They need a quarterback. To be honest with you, man, whenever you're talking about two first-rounders, yeah, I, I mean, anybody is tradable. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, hello, Khalil Mack, I traded to the Bears. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm a, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. You know how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. But yeah. if somebody said, man, two first rounders, if I know Joe Burrow's there and Chase Young is there and you come and you say, hey, give us two first rounders for Patrick Mahomes. And I'm knowing like, shoot, man, all these dudes. I mean, I'm just saying you think about it. Nah, I'm not saying see, you do it, but you yeah, think about you it. You think about it, but not if you especially, have Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. Especially if depending where they are. <laughs> well, you, Patrick Mahomes is the reason they won the uh, Super Bowl. Shoot. You ain't trading him. I don't care man. if you give me five first round picks. Man, listen, give me five years. Patrick Mahomes out of there. <laughs> you tripping. He out of there. My team going to win the Super Bowl every single year. You give me five first-rounders. <laughs> go ahead and take him, man. <laughs> okay, go ahead and take yeah, him. Um, man, I'm going to mess around and end up with Joe Burrow, Chase Young on my team, <laughs> and then three other ones. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> take him. Take him, man. I'm going to have be. It's not going to be all in the same draft, Smarty Pants. It has I, to be. I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying. You're talking about five, but that, that's no. crazy. But, I know, I know. I, but like I said, as a team, whenever somebody comes at you and says two first rounders, it's hard not to even entertain. Yeah, that. they got to no entertain ma- it. No matter who the player. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. So uh, basically what you're saying is, though, you still don't see it happening. <laughs> no, no. I don't, I don't see it happening. Now, I can see them possibly, you know, maybe giving up some picks or something like that to try to move up and get one of the three. You know what I mean? Try to get to or Burrow is going to be gone if you ain't in the if you ain't the number one pick. Yeah. So if you can't work up there to number one, at least you try to get up there in the top five and try to get you a guy like Tua or or Herbert from Oregon. If you think he's your guy, you know what I mean? Not in my opinion, not when it comes to trading Mac. I'd rather figure some other way to. to But they don't have the first round pick because the Raiders have their first round pick. But my thing is, there's so many good ones out there in free agency. Exactly. Especially with the defense that they have. I mean, shoot, you go out, even if you go out, I mean, I don't think Ryan Tannehill's going nowhere. What about you know Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, I mean, gosh, like, I know everybody's been on me all season, but I, I love Jameis. Okay. Yeah, we're we moving on. This ain't about the Raiders. Come on. <laughs> Jameis has all them interceptions, but man, come on now. Get Jameis a good defense, uh, but that's that's for a whole nother time. Yeah, that's a whole nother time. Keep Khalil. Yeah, yeah keep Khalil. Keep but Khalil. the reason why I'm making this, um, <laughs> making this, or even mentioned Khalil Mack, um, because people on Twitter, of course, are crazy. So they're saying, hey, what back about the, the Raiders? Raiders? <laughs> yeah, what about the Raiders? Should the Raiders make a move to get him back? Now, initially, this is my initial thought. I said that would be crazy. I would say that would be crazy, but I had, you know, initially I just said short answer, no, that ship has sailed. I love oh. Khalil, but I'm finally over the fact that the Raiders traded him to the Bears, right? But then I'm thinking, hold up. If oh. they can make sense. still keep their 12th pick, their 12th overall pick, okay? So their first round pick. And then they give back that 19th pick from the Bears. Yeah, no, that but ain't. This is the thing. They don't have a second rounder to give them. But what about a third? They wouldn't They wouldn't take him for the first round pick and a third round pick and maybe yeah, a player? They would take him for that, but it's going to have to be the 12th, not the 19th. <laughs> okay, fine. Then, then, But would you give up a 12th for him? A 12th and a third? I would. Would I give up a 12th and a third for Khalil right now? Yeah. Man, sign the papers. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even got to think about it. Okay. Sign the papers, man. Okay. Come on back home, Khalil. Th- I'm you saying. know what else y'all want? Y'all want a fourth and a fifth too? Take that too. <laughs> because, because you'll still have that other first round pick. You can still get a solid wide receiver one. You can still get a solid wide receiver one. Eh, come on now. Yeah, so so I actually don't think it's as crazy as people think when you look at it that way. But are the Bears willing to do that? Hmm. Well, let's check 
see. I know. But then they can't because what are the Bears going to get? They're going to get that 12th pick, but they still are trying to move up to get number one. And so that's not happening. Saying, so that ain't going to happen that unless they want Herbert. Exactly. That ain't going to happen. All right. Anyways, um, it is time to take a quick break. When we come back, we will answer Raider Nation's mailbag questions. So stay where you are. Hey, Blue Wire listeners, ever see an untucked button down? It looks bad, right? Like really, really bad and really sloppy. And why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. But thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size, your shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And trust me, I love this because my father drove me crazy before I bought him some Untuck It shirts. He would always wear his button downs untucked and it just looked awful. And I forced him to put one of these on and he was like, oh, I'm pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Thanks. And now he wears them all the time. With more than 50 fit combinations, Untucked shirts look great on tall guys, short guys, slim guys, athletic guys. I mean, guys of all ages. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untucked, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big ever again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your perfect fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Trust me. So why don't you visit untuckit.com and use the promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and use the promo code BLUE for 20% off. You won't regret it. All right, we are back. Time to answer some mailbag questions from Raider Nation. The first one is from at RaiderPat33. What are the chances of Carl Joseph staying with the Raiders after Carl got hurt in 2019? Raiders were never the same. Raiders fans love his heart. And then the second part of his question was, also, um, as a Raiders fan, how do you feel about the Raiders becoming a Dome team? It's funny because I never even thought about that. Uh, But let's start with Carl Joseph. As everyone knows, he was the Raiders' first-round draft pick back in 2016. The Raiders didn't pick up his fifth-year option last season. And honestly, he didn't earn it. Uh, He missed a ton of games because of injury. This season, he only played in nine games. But the thing that I was super bummed about for Carl, because I freaking love Carl, was that he was playing the best football of his career before he suffered the season-ending foot injury. And it happened literally on a game-sealing interception. Like, what are the chances? Like, good Lord. So um, I actually spoke to Carl, funny enough, a few weeks ago. Um, and, and he told me, you know, he would love to play in Las Vegas. Obviously, he loves the Raiders. He would love to play in Las Vegas. But he also wants to play for a team that wants him, right? Yeah. So if the Raiders want him, they're going to do what they got to do to get a deal done. Everybody wants to feel wanted. Exactly. Everybody wants to feel wanted. And if but... not, he'll land somewhere else. But in a perfect world for him personally, obviously, he would love to yeah. re-sign with the Raiders. But he wants to be wanted, yeah. And I feel like uh, uh, some sometimes you have to – because right now with Carl getting hurt, you possibly could get him at the right price. You know what I mean? You probably you possibly do not have to pay him a lot of money and you can keep a very good player. You know, and when, and when you have an opportunity to do that, a first round pick who was playing at a very high level before he got out of there, you have a chance to keep him at a low price mm-hmm. and then to match him up with Abram. You yeah. know, I just feel like that's a great that's a great safety duo back there, you know. You know, on on your team, and I still don't like, like his said, size. I still don't like his size, but I love him. Yeah, but he's a thumper, though. Yeah, he's you know a thumper. What I mean, yeah. like you know, shoot, he coming up and he ain't scared of no contact. He I ain't. mean, both of them, Abraham and and uh, Carl Joseph. <laughs> but I just feel like when whenever you could keep very good players for for cheap prices, you got to find a way to keep them because Carl's not going to break the bank. You know, just because he's been hurt his whole career. Mm. So nobody's going to, you know, Carl possibly could be looking at a one to two year deal, maybe 
three-year deal because he's still a young player. Yeah. But it's not going to be big-time money. It's going to be something like, okay, we got to see if you can stay healthy. We know you can play. We've seen you playing at a high level, but we got to see you do it consistently and stay healthy. And a more in- incentive-based yeah. contract. So I just I just feel like if you could find a way to keep him at the right price, keep him. I don't know if the Raiders have even reached out to him, and I don't think they have um, okay. as, as far as like a few weeks ago. You know, because um, that's when I talked to him yeah, about like three weeks ago and I just asked him how he was doing, you know, how his rehab's going, et cetera, because it's actually a super long process, unfortunately, for his rehab. So that's a knock on him already. Um, but he said it's going well. But also, I think if the Raiders lowball him right now, which I still, again, don't think they even gave him an offer. He's going to want to see what else is out there oh, for sure and be like, oh, they try to play me. Look at this team's offering me this. And the Raiders be like, Meh, yeah, we ain't going to match that. Never mind. And that's and that's the that's the beauty of free agency. You're you right. know what I mean? You know, if you're the first team, you know, you probably offer, you know, a little less or, you know, the Raiders are offer what they think he's worth from what they've seen. You know what I mean? Him being injured and all that. Other teams could be offering him off of, man, this dude was dominant his last games before he got hurt. You know what I mean? So if he's going to come back like that, let's try to get this dude on our team and they might pay him a little more. So, yeah. but he, he will be stupid not to try to, you know, get the most money. Yeah. Reach out to other teams and see what they think of them. But if I'm the Raiders, man, you got a, you got a very good player. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, if he leaves, you're going to have to replace him with another guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I like him. I'm sad. I want him to be also uh, to be wanted. You know, I want yeah. other teams to want him because he is a, a really good dude, really uh, good person, and um, a hard worker. Man, I just I hate it. Injuries suck. Injuries have derailed so many people's careers. Um, and then he never really had gotten a shot. And he's a first rounder, so he doesn't want to be viewed as a bust. He wants respect in the National Football League, yeah. and he hasn't been able to get it. So we all do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Second part of the question was. How do we feel about the Raiders playing in a dome? It's actually really weird. Like, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, they're really going to play in a dome. And it's not a... Where to who? Where to who? The fans? For the fans. Because (laughs) for the fans. Because we're used to seeing the Raiders playing outside, you know, in Oakland and even, you know, in L.A. when they were in L.A. But um, it's just going to be a little weird. I don't think it's going to be bad. It's just going to be a little weird. Here's the thing. It's actually not a retractable roof. So it's not like they can open it. Um, They didn't feel the extra costs were warranted because... um, you know, it would only be utilized a few times a year. So it is strictly a dome stadium. You know better than anybody else, James, what it's like p- playing in a dome. You've played in domes several times in your career. Um, you don't have to brave the outside elements, the wind, yeah. the cold, the rain, the snow, etc. So The heat, yes. <laughs> and the heat, see, in Las Vegas especially, yes, the heat. The heat, yes. So, so I mean, you as a player, you're, you're stoked, right? Absolutely, man. I love, man, listen. We all know, and even as players, when you get in that dome, it is a fast track. You ain't got to worry about no weather. You ain't got to worry about your gloves. You ain't got to worry about your cleats. You ain't got to worry about nothing. And you just go out there and play. And that's the best thing about playing in the dome. Whenever we knew we were playing in the dome, you knew exactly what you was going to wear. You knew it was going to be fast track. And you knew that the elements is, is, is out of the game. Like you say, whether it's snow, rain, cold, heat. Anything is out. So I love everything about it. I, I mean, when we used to hit that negative 10 and negative <laughs> 20 in Green Bay, I'm like, man, they need to put a dome over every stadium in the National <laughs> Football League. You know, so I love it, man. I mean, just as players, you know, when you're playing in a dome, man, I mean, like I said, it's a fast, fast track. Like, but What's I've the environment seen, like, though? The difference seen, of the... I mean, have you have you been in New Orleans? Have you? It's, I mean, it's loud, right? It's super. It's still yeah. super loud as a fan. So you're not really missing. The fans anything. ain't gonna stop. The fans ain't gonna stop screaming just because it's in the dome. Well, I know. I'm just saying, as a you fan, know? because football, you yeah. think outside, you think grass, uh, you think, oh, you know what man. I mean? I mean, New Orleans is probably one of the best places in the National Football League to play a game. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a dome. So the dome don't take out the fun. It don't take out the atmosphere of it. It's still going to be a live atmosphere. It's still going to be fun. I mean, some of the best stadiums in the league is is dome. So, you know, I I mean, I love it. I mean, like I say, they ain't got to worry about the elements. The players, players love it. I mean, I've seen people make decisions on free agency just because they the stadium was in a dome. Like, (laughs) I'm going to play the. The Indy is in a dome, but is it retractable? I forget. Um, I think Indy could open, but they rarely open it. You know, I think Arizona. No, Arizona, you can't open. Dallas, uh, Dallas, you can open. I think right. Yeah, Dallas, you could open. Mm-hmm. Dallas, you can open. Um, Detroit, you cannot open. 
but but rarely they kind of. I mean, yeah, they. I rarely, I rarely see them open it. Even when it's even when it's a nice day out here in Arizona, they can open it. I really, I rarely see them open it. But uh, uh-uh. I love, I love everything about the dome. Every dome stadium I played in, I love you. Fast track, let's go play. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, you you're know? right. No, so, that's a good point. These are all good points. You're right. And even for fans, when it's too hot outside, you want to be sitting in a hot game, all sweating, all miserable. Right either. when you sit down, right when you sit down in your seat, your back soaking wet in Las Vegas, man, you come in that exactly. AC, man, to chill out and enjoy yourself. No, you're right. You're right. And then of course for the cold weather people, if it snows or not, obviously in Las Vegas, but Detroit and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah we're coming to the game staying in that thing. because Kansas City is miserable in the cold. We've been there. Oh, Uh-oh. Lord Jesus. Who are you telling? I know. Um, but you know what? They don't have a retractable roof, but they do have, I guess they're going to have on one of the sides, I think the north side of the stadium, they're going to have like this huge wall, like an 85-foot wall that is retractable, that opens, where all the fans could see the Las Vegas Strip. So that's... Honest. Yeah, that's sweet right there. Yep. Okay, so next question. At CL underscore audio to Raider, bigger need for the Raiders linebackers or DBs? Uh, I think this is a no-brainer. <laughs> I think this is linebackers, okay? Yes. Um, and the reason why, and it's funny, I'm actually going to mention someone's name that you know that was your teammate. Middle linebacker specifically has been the Raiders' Achilles heel for so many years. So many years, I can't even count. And uh, honestly, the last time they had a solid middle linebacker, guess whose name comes to mind? Kurt Morrison? No, Nick oh. Roach. Nick Roach! Nick Roach, yeah. 2013, 2014, I think he got like multiple concussions when you were with yeah. him. Right in 2014, was it? Yeah, yeah. But he was the last solid middle linebacker that I can remember, you know, for the Raiders. Um, in my opinion, the linebacker position, the middle of the field, I mean, that just needs to be shored up. Um, yep. But they have a chance to re-sign Vontez Perfect. You know, I feel like they can sign him to a short-term deal. 100%. Sign Will Compton to a short-term deal. And then draft a linebacker with that 19th overall pick. Gosh darn it! Yeah, because you want. I mean, I mean those. I mean, Vontez Burfick is is a very good player, but you want to have a young guy in there that you can kind of build your defense around. You know what I mean? And I mean, obviously, you know, you want to start with pass rushers and all that. And you felt like you feel like you have that. You know, with the draft last year, <clears throat> and then Max Crosby coming along. So you got to go. You got to go with a middle linebacker. You got to get a guy that's young in the middle of that field that can run, that can tackle, that can hit, that can cover. Because nowadays, like I said, it's a norm for 80 catch running back. So, I mean, and a lot of times these, these coaches is getting them on linebackers in space. So you got to have good linebackers on your team, man, especially when you look at the, the guys that's in their division. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You got <laughs> Damian Williams, who's a heck of a receiver out the backfield. You got uh, the other little boy from the Chargers, who's a heck of a receiver out the backfield. What's his name? Uh, Eckler. Oh, oh Austin yeah, Eckler. yeah, Austin Eckler, yep. You know what I mean? So you have to, you know, you got Philip Lindsay and all that in Denver, but you have to get some guys that can cover and run and come down and play the middle of the field. So absolutely. I love Vontez Burfick, but, you know, he's a vet vet. You know what I mean? He's an older player. You got it. It would be good for somebody to come in there and, and learn behind him on the football field. Yep. But you got to get a young guy in there. Here's somebody I'd be, I'd be willing to pay for in a dream scenario. Even though everybody in the house, everybody in the mama, will be going after him this off season. Who do you think I'm talking about? Plays for the Rams. Linebacker. Corey Littleton. Corey Littleton. Yeah, Corey. I don't know if they're gonna let Corey out. Yes, I'm saying. I don't think they're gonna let him go. But he, he can cover. He He can can cover. cover. Sideline to sideline. Yeah, Corey can run. Young player, but the Rams they they can't afford to let him go. The um. Other problem that the Raiders will have, obviously, signing Corey would be the fact that, one, yes, the Rams are going to want him back, find a way to pay him, and two, there are going to be a ton of other teams that want to sign him. Yeah. So, anyways, all right, so there's a bunch of guys, Jim Caldwell, Vincent, and Anthony Garcia, they all asked about free agents. Um, what free agents the Raiders should have their eyes on, you know, who do we think they're going to make a play for, et cetera. And I think that the Raiders, um, one, need to be realistic, Raider fans, uh, when it comes to free agency. And this is not just the Raiders, it's all 32 teams. You got to keep in mind, the Raiders aren't the only suitors, okay? There are 31 <laughs> other teams trying to lure guys to their team, okay? <laughs> and I will say this, the move to Las Vegas, though, made the Raiders and made Las Vegas a very sexy destination for free agents. So y'all got that. Y'all got that for sure. Um, Now on offense, I feel like there are only two because the Raiders need defensive players, but on offense, we talked about 
getting a, re- a receiver in the draft and getting a receiver in free agency. The only two options right now that I see is Robbie Anderson and A.J. Green. And for me, I'd rather have Anderson because I don't know if A.J. Green can stay healthy. No, the reason why I said can A.J. Green stay healthy, James? No, I'm with you, Fallon. I'm with you on that. If I, And I know it sounds crazy because all the accomplishments and, you know, just looking about at, at A.J. Green, but Robbie is a guy now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you want a guy that can stretch that field and run mm-hmm. and go and make – and that's the funny thing about it, too, because the last eight games, Robbie Anderson was making big boy catches. Yeah. I think he had like you a 92-yarder I mean? against uh, But I'm just saying, like, strong catches. I mean, he's coming on in routes and slant routes, getting banged uh, up. And make, he's oh, still, making big boy catches. Yeah, big boy catches. And yeah. he's still holding on to the ball, making plays. So that he will be a huge – if the Raiders could land him, he would be a huge addition to the Raiders, man. I, I, I like that way more than A.J. Green just because Robbie can run. Rob, Robbie can go. So you're talking about two dudes that could really go, you know what I mean? And then you mess around and you get one of these dudes, C.D. Lamb and all that in or the draft. Or Jerry Judy. Yeah. Or Jerry Judy. But, I mean, man, you now you're talking about – A roster? <laughs> Now you're talking about a Ferrari on offense. <laughs> no, I know. That's, that actually makes me excited. But that's the only one player I would ever want offensively. I mean, for the free agency, offensively. Because free agency, I'm thinking defense, 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 defense. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, man, this free agency draft class for wide receivers, man, is stinky poo-poo caca, man. You know what I mean? I was I, I was like, man, I wish this was my year. I was you were like, you'd be the top, you'd be the most wanted. Man, I mean, it ain't too many dudes in there. Because no, you I'm better believe you. that the Cowboys is going to keep Amari Cooper. For sure. And then after Amari Cooper, it goes down to, like you say, Robbie Anderson and, you know, A.J. AJ Green. Green. But after that, I mean, it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of guys that really ain't did nothing. I know Stefan Diggs wants out of Minnesota. At least that's what it seems like with all his cryptic tweets. I know you're not on Twitter all the time. Um, yeah, but that's going to be some. That's going to have to be a trade. Yeah, thing that's what I'm saying. That's going to have to be a trade. Oh, and Raiders yeah. ain't giving up no capital, no draft capital. No, uh, especially if you could get Robbie. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you can find a way to get that and get a kid in the draft. So it'll be good. I, I definitely like that Robbie pick on um, on offense, though. What about a defensively? If Okay, let's just say Corey Littleton, he's too high up there, price tag too high, yeah. Raiders don't want to pay him. What about your guy, uh, Blake Martinez, in Green Bay? You think the, uh, the, the Packers are keeping him? Yeah, I don't think the Packers going. I think the Packers are going to find a way to keep Blake Martinez and Kenny Clark. They're going to have to pay them two dudes, you know. And it's one thing about Blake Martinez. I mean, he 150 tackles a year because he's always available. <laughs> Blake, Blake, Blake Martinez, he don't miss no games, man. Yeah. I mean, he played with cast on his ankle, cast on his wrist, cast on his neck. He going out there. <laughs> and he going to rack up 20 tackles a game, you know. So Blake always – and you need guys like that on your team. Remember, I always tell you, you need dogs on your team. Yeah. You need guys like that on your team that don't miss no games. So – I mean, I feel like Blake is going to be a guy that – him and Kenny Clark is going to be a guy that the Packers can't let out of there. But if he does, I mean, that's a guy, like I said, that's always available, who's a dog, who's hungry, who could cover, who's fast, can run. So, whew, we'll find we'll out what, what happens happen. in a month, man. They still have a month yep. before all, but we're all speculating with what we wish will happen. Like Joe Showbert is another one from um, the Browns, but they're going to keep him. Like for sure, they're going to lock him up. Uh, you don't think so? You don't think they will? <laughs> I'm just saying, free agency, man. It's so a lot crazy. of guys that, yeah, like Especially you don't know. Especially if you're an unrestricted free agent, you can go wherever yeah. the hell you want to go. You don't have to stay. They got to the they got to offer you the right price exactly. to make you stay to make you not even want to think about going to free agency. You know what I mean? So okay, we'll what, see. What about getting a guy in your division? Like, let, let's talk corners. Then, what about a Chris Harris Jr.? He's 31, Ooh. still playing at a high level. I would think yeah. that the price tag wasn't wouldn't be so high, but then I'm thinking, nah, he's gonna want the price tag to be so high, and I don't think it's worth paying a 31 year old like a price that you could pay somebody in their 20s. Like, I don't know, what about like a Byron Jones? You think Dallas is gonna keep him? Ooh, you know what? I think it's tough on Dallas, man. I think one of them guys gonna have to go. I think Byron might be the odd man out. Coop, Byron, Dak, yeah, somebody, somebody gonna have, somebody gonna have to go, but um. I would, I would love, I would love, I would love to have, I would love to have Chris Harris on the team. Over Byron, though, not over Byron. 
over Byron, over Byron, just because he's just because he's a guy that that was he could dominate in the slot and he could play on the outside. Do you know what I mean? And he's been in and he's been in that division though. Yeah, but he's just he's just a player. Like I know a lot of people want to look at age. You know what I mean? But a lot of the best cornerbacks in the game right now is the older ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying Byron's a bad player. I'm just saying if, if I had a choice. I think Byron is your top corner in this free agency class right now. Yeah, maybe maybe off of age. But if you're talking about turning on tape, okay. you know what I'm saying? And that, then that's something different. You know what I mean? So I would I would love to see Chris Harris in the defense. Be because nice. like I said, he's 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 versatile. You could put him in the slot, you could put him outside, you know, you could move him around and 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 he's gonna be he can make some plays, whether he's 31 or not. You know what I mean? So I like that. That would be a good pickup for the Raiders, man. It's a lot it's a lot of a lot of ways they can go, man, in free agency. So sure. that's the exciting part about it. All right, a few more questions and we'll wrap up. Um Michael SLK, um, if they can't steal Chris Jones away from KC, trade up for Derek Brown or sit tight for Kinlaw. Okay, first of all, I'm only reading this tweet to say this. <laughs> One, KC will find a way to re-sign Chris Jones. He ain't going nowhere. Two, I mean, actually, you, you never know, but that's my opinion. Two, the Raiders aren't going to take a defensive lineman in the first round, let alone trade up for a defensive lineman. They're going wide receiver and linebacker. Okay. 100%. 100%. That's the answer to that question. And lastly, though, I would like to see the Raiders re-sign Deion Jordan, okay, because he became a Raider, we know, late in the season. So he didn't really have time to get comfortable. He did make a few plays here and there, but as you know, his physical like attributes <laughs> that kind of came off wrong. He's a physical specimen. Okay, he's a sol- as for a solid defensive lineman. But what I would love to see is a full off season under his belt um, and a full off season just with the Raiders. Period. I think that he could kind of fit very well with this um, defense and and make an impact on this Raiders defense. Honestly, and you got a former first round pick who's. Gonna be cheap. Exactly. And like I said, cheap. whatever you can keep good players for cheap, you have to find a way to keep them. Facts. That's how you build a good team. Okay. And at Silverbacker34, <laughs> all right. What do you think ultimately happens with the quarterback situation? I'm not laughing at your question. I'm laughing that we keep getting these questions like every week. I'm not answering this question. Okay, but if you I'm listen not. to our podcast, you know that we believe Derek Carr will be the Raiders starter next year. Um, but will they hear trade offers and inquire about Brady and evaluate other quarterbacks in the draft? Yes, yes, because guess what? That's their job. So they're going to do that. So, I mean, every other team is going to do that. The New England Patriots are going to do that. Do you know what I mean? So, yes, they're going to do their due diligence. Um, but as far as the quarterback situation, I think Derek Carr is going to be the Raiders starting quarterback in Las Vegas next season. Now, Gustavo... I'm just going to um, give you a shout out here. You asked, is there any truth to the rumors going on about the Raiders in the last few months? And that goes back to what I just said. The Raiders are going to do their due diligence. Yes, there's semi some truth. Every other team is going to be looking at Brady because he's hitting free agency. Is he going to be a Raider? No, he's not. Okay. Now, I want to say this because you're going to laugh. Napoleon Kaufman. He's on our side, James. Okay. Former Raiders running back, current pastor. He has been going off on Twitter and I love it. He is a believer in Carr, and I'm just going to read some of the tweets because I'm just like over all of these dang tweets. Um, wide receiver drops pass. Carr's fault. Linebacker doesn't cover running back. Carr's fault. Pass goes through wide receiver's hand and gets picked. Carr's fault. DB gets a, uh, gives up a bomb. Carr's fault. Coach calls a terrible play. Carr's fault. Hey, let's just all blame Carr. <laughs> and then he wrote... Car is fine. We need some speed at wide receiver. Go get that man some speedy weapons on the edges to go along with our tight ends and running backs, and we roll. Uh, been saying that for weeks and weeks and weeks. Then he says, we don't want Rivers or Brady. We want Carr. Get that man some weapons. And then today, you can't win championships when you fire coaches every other year. Change coordinators every other year. Trade good players. Don't shore up the defense and lack speed at wide receiver. We need some continuity. Carr is the least of our problems. Preach, Pastor. Preach. Preach. So uh, I think that he did our job for us with all these car questions, even though Raider Nation still, it's so funny. You could have former players that come out and say this and they still are going to be against it. Absolutely, man. And I don't listen. Pastor hit it right on the nose, man. You know what I mean? And, and, And at the end of the day, I mean, 
That's why the quarterbacks get paid the big bucks. When they win it, they get all the credit. When they lose it, you know, they get all the heat, you know. And I'm not saying that everything that happened this year was on somebody else and not Carr. He wasn't perfect. You know, and Carr, yeah, Carr understands like, okay, some of that's me, some of that's not. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when you look at the type of player DC is, DC is a franchise quarterback. If you build around him and you give him the weapons that he needs on the offensive side of the ball and you give him the weapons that he needs on the defensive side of the ball, then you are going to be looking at a team that's going to be dominant, that has a chance to win Super Bowls. But if you don't and you expect him to win and get you out of every game and and throw for 500 yards every single game and win you 13 games a year just on his right arm, it's probably not going to happen. And it don't happen with any other quarterback in the National Football League. You need help. That's what I was going to say, because every time I had replied to one of uh, Napoleon's tweets and I said, well, they also need a top 10 defense. And then all these fans, yeah, need, need, need. Carr needs a perfect supporting cast, a perfect this. It's called, that's what good GMs do. Put good pieces around your quarterback and you also (laughs) build a great defense. That's how you build a winning team. That's how you build a Super Bowl team. Yeah, and I mean, like, just like people don't understand, everybody's so high on Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, six Super Bowls and all that. But right now, they won 13 games this year strictly off the defense. Tom Brady ain't win none of the games for them. The defense won those games. The defense is why they had the record that they had. You know, Tom wasn't doing nothing. They going in there scoring 10 points coming out of there winning football games. The Raiders could never score 10 points and win football games. And then, and then after the game, when they lose, everybody's going to say Carr ain't scoring no points. But, yeah, after the game, they ain't saying Brady ain't scoring no points because they won. And the defense, is, the defense is showing up. People need help. And like I keep telling people, Brady has six Super Bowls, a top 10 defense, five out of those six Super Bowls, and a top five defense to, to the sixth one. And think about so, what Patrick Mahomes had this year. Look at all the weapons that Patrick Mahomes had this yeah. year on offense. And but then, even with that being said, the reason why they was on the road on the, the, the street they was the on because the defense started waking yeah, the, up at yes, the end exactly, of the season. Exactly, exactly. No, Stopping that's people. Say that. I know. You know, so Ugh, it's so frustrating. I don't. I don't worry about what any or any of these these fans say because they don't know. You need help around you. It ain't too many quarterbacks in the National Football League that's going out there scoring forty points a game and winning every game. You need a defense. You need help. You do. Period. And, and I'm only showing at Native Raider 707 some love right now because you did, you know, reply to my message on Twitter. So I'm going to show you some love, even though I really don't love your question. And my answer is going to be very short. Love versus Eason. Who's a better fit for Las Vegas? And he's talking about quarterbacks in the draft. And my answer is neither. Um, will they take a good look at them? Of course they will. They're going to evaluate all the quarterbacks in the draft. Will they draft them? No. They're not Native Raider 707. Um, all right. And then we're going to wrap up with this. And the only reason why, now you might hate me. At Jack O. Alex, is TB12 a possible reality? That's not why I asked this question. The second part of it is mystery signing. Taysom Hill could trade DC. There's a market. I do think Carr will be in Vegas unless one of the top things that I just mentioned happen. Okay. Yes, Carr will be back. But the only reason why I'm reading this tweet is because I like that he brought up Taysom Hill, okay? Even though Taysom Hill is a restricted free agent, Sean Payton wants to keep him in New Orleans. I think he's the future of that franchise. The question is, what's going to happen with Drew Brees? Because he's either coming back to New Orleans or he's going to retire. Taysom wants to be a franchise quarterback somewhere, and he will wait another year or two if it's going to mean him being um, the quarterback in New Orleans in the near future. For me, this question brought me to the Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy gone. Yes, so that's why I'm saying it. For me, it's what happens to Teddy Bridgewater because clearly they're not going to keep all three of those quarterbacks because it's impossible to do so. Teddy Bridgewater is going to the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Bengals, or or the Colts. Okay, I don't think that there's any harm in the Raiders looking at Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think. I love D.C. I want D.C. to be the Raiders quarterback, but I don't think there's any harm of the Raiders taking a good look at Teddy Bridgewater. Well, it's 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 a it's a lot of harm, you know, because at the end of the day, if you sign a young quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, you're not signing him to be a backup for five years, period. So basically, you sign a Teddy Bridgewater, you're letting Derek Carr know if you mess up, you're gonna get benched. Okay, but that's, so my question for you that's, is that's that's what you let that's what you letting them know. And a franchise quarterback, you don't put that type pressure on him having that backup. Now, if you knew DC wasn't a guy, yes. 
You know what I mean? As an organization, then you trade him and figure out what you got to do, and then you sign Teddy Bridgewater. But you don't have him on the roster at the same but time. But I, I wasn't going to say have him off the ro- on the roster at the same time because Teddy Bridgewater would not come to Oakland because he knows he can be a sure starter somewhere else. I was going to say, yeah. let's just say, put your friendship aside. I'm putting my love for D.C. aside. Let's just say they do trade Derek Carr somewhere. Even to the Chargers. Let's say the Chargers. Oh my God, that'd be so crazy. So this is just this is just my humble opinion. You trade DC and you bring in Teddy Bridgewater, your team got worse. That's my humble opinion. And then why do you say that? He was five and zero because Teddy Bridgewater is not better than than Derek Carr. He was five and zero on a very good Saints team. Very true. With a very good defense with Michael Thomas and Taysom but Hill if around him. The Raiders him. get all those pieces and a, on and defense a and, and, a, and a two-headed monster at that running back, you know, and, and Kamara and but and the Raiders the can have those same pieces. In free agency. Teddy Bridgewater cannot throw the ball like Derek Carr, period. Okay. I love it. I just wanted, period. you know, I just wanted to like rally he, 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 could, he couldn't throw the ball like Derek Carr coming out of college. So, I like to- I say, my humble opinion, you signed Teddy Bridgewater, your team got worse. And I love Teddy B. Yeah. But I don't think he's better than Derek Carr. You know, I just wanted to ask that because I wanted to get you riled up. I also wanted to show the fans I'm not trying to be all in on Derek Carr, but I am, to be honest with you. But I'm not also unrealistic i understand the other options that are out there i completely understand why you guys would be interested Ain't no option out there better than dc right and, now. and i 100 percent agree okay i don't think it's worth even looking to trade right now you got other issues like like napoleon coffin said car is the least of the raiders problems right now and we are ending with this west coast defense asks do you have your raiders onesie ready for the new baby and i just want to tell you that my husband is a cowgirls fan and we have argued about this a million times already. He says, you are not putting that Raiders trash on my son. I was, but guess what, y'all? I was like, oh, nah, see, you better believe when my family members on my baby shower get me clothes and there's going to be probably a bunch of Raiders onesies up in there. I will be putting that on my son the first couple days that he's born and he will be wearing it loud and proud and I'll be taking a bunch of photos and I'll be posting it on Twitter and Instagram. So, um, I don't have the onesie yet, but... It's coming. There we go. And then uh, we go. divorce will follow afterwards. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him take don't, don't let him take the Raiders out your son. Uh, don't let him do it. He's a cowgirls fan. It's like the saddest thing ever. That's all right. That's all right. He'll have on as a baby cowboys and, and Raiders stuff. And then when he get older, he chews. Oh, no, you're right. All right. Anyways, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please rate us and write a review. We would really appreciate it. Till next time, for James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace.